This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the podcast for all of the news, notes, and breakdowns for your Ohio State Buckeyes. This is Sons of the Shoe with Nick Wilson and Spencer German. The penultimate rankings from the College Football Selection Committee have been released, guys. We now know after the Ohio State Michigan, Ohio State lost to Michigan, Ohio State falls four spots to the sixth spot. Michigan and pretty much everybody behind Ohio uh, that was previously three, four, and five all move up a spot. So we answer a few questions. Where does Ohio State go, which is sixth? And where does Michigan go? Do they go all the way to one? No. Apparently beating the number two ranked team in college football is not as impressive as spanking Lane Kiffin's ass. So these were the two (laughs) things we wondered kind of first off. The most interesting part here, obviously, undefeated Florida State, one spot ahead of Ohio State at uh, in the fifth spot there, Spencer. Yeah, no, I, I think that is the most interesting part. I think we obviously wondered where Ohio State was going to fall to. Um, I think we both said five would make sense, but six obviously right in that range as well. Um, I, I think, I mean, listen, Washington and Oregon are going to take care of themselves. So however that plays out, that's that's probably one spot taken. I guess there's an argument to be made that whichever one, if Oregon loses, they have two losses, there's no way. But if Washington loses, could you theoretically put them both in? Maybe. Um, but, yeah, I think now the conversation obviously shifts if you're an Ohio State fan to is there a path back in? I think it's it's interesting. Um, you know, you got Texas and, and Bama on the outside looking in still at 7-8. and eight. And I think they – I mean, Florida State almost feels, you know, they're, they're no matter what happens – or I guess not. No matter what happens, but if they if they take care of business in the ACC championship game, they've basically showed, the committee's basically said like you you have fended off Texas and and Bama. Like neither of those teams have a chance of 
of jumping you at any point with the one loss that they each have. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Georgia staying at one makes some sense, but I would have thought that maybe Michigan with the best loss or the best win now of anybody in college football would jump them. But clearly that I think there's maybe an eye test factor in there as well. Um, and I actually, I, to me, as, as a certified Michigan hater who wants to see them lose in the playoff, um, I'm happier that they end up, if they end up second, because I'm already envisioning Oregon beating Washington. They get put at three and I think, Michigan could have a tough time with Oregon because that Oregon team is really, really good. I just – I don't understand how these two things can be true. I don't understand how Michigan beating the number two ranked team in the country makes that team fall four spots. And yet, like conversely, I understand how beating this number two uh, team in the country only gets you one spot. Like yeah. I just – I sometimes some of that math – and I get it. It's more about like – where you seed things, but like the Ohio State win for Michigan is more impressive than anything that that Georgia has done. And honestly, even if Georgia then goes around and beats Alabama, it will still be the most impressive win in college football. So that I find kind of annoying. I, I still think the whole Pac-12 thing, like guys, Florida State's not one of the four best teams in college football. It's just not. Yeah, They were when Jordan Travis was healthy. Then this is not even Ohio State thing. Like if if in some confluence of events Florida State gets in over Texas, it's horse crap. If in some confluence of events, I, I'll be honest with you, I'd rather two loss Oregon, whose two losses come to Washington in bang bang games, I'd rather two loss Oregon be put into the playoffs other than Florida State. Florida State is absolutely this year's Michigan State from a few years ago, and there's just no other way to dice it. Now that Jordan Travis is out, don't give me like. They they struggled to beat a bad Florida team, and I I am I am of the belief that yes, yes sir, absolutely this thing does tend to take care of itself, but it's just these little things that like even now a one loss Oregon team should be ranked ahead of Florida State, even if your plan is I agree to to put um uh, to put Florida State in over them if they lose again, right like. I just think it's like these little ticky-tack games. Nobody on earth thinks Florida State's one of the four best teams. They haven't beaten anybody. They now have lost their their starting quarterback. And, like, they've struggled against some teams. I mean, even before Jordan Travis's injury, they've struggled against some teams that, man, you really shouldn't struggle against. See, You, you had you, one great game, and that's yeah. against LSU three months ago. See, you say that, though, but I th- like one of the things that they harp on is the strength of record percentage thing and they like all the strength of record stuff has has florida or florida state strength of record like way up there for, mm-hmm. for somehow so i think maybe that's part of the factor of why they're they're where they are um and i do like listen i i, I bet to go to the michigan thing for a second i do think it's interesting michigan um like you bring up beating ohio state really did nothing for them but I think it's also kind of te- kind of egregious that Ohio State at one point was actually considered better than Georgia. Like like that was basically what the committee was telling you. And then it took Georgia playing some ranked opponents for them to actually make them leap Ohio State. So now you're telling me like the team that was actually at one point better or considered in your eyes better than Georgia now lost to the team that was three, but that team only moves up to their vacated spot now at two. 
is it just that George is playing that much better than everybody? I guess because I, I mean I don't know. I, it, you're right aren't, that it's really weird. And I think this all margin this... of victories one and two in the country. I actually think Michigan's margin of victory is number one in the country. Yeah, you might be so right like that. that. That should have some offset that you know just recently here Georgia has played more ranked teams. Yeah, I agree, and, and I think this is where the age old question as during this era of the playoff system uh, that comes into play is. Is it about getting the four best teams in or is it about putting in the four teams that you feel like earned it? And, and in most years, you said it, it plays itself out and you kind of, it, it all kind of gets worked out in the end. This year, you have just a confluence of teams that are all kind of congregated together, whether it be um, they have, you know, no, no losses yet. There's a, there's a number of teams that are still undefeated in Washington, Oregon, Michigan and Georgia. Uh, you have teams that have one loss that have a chance to play for a, a conference championship. We know the conference championship matters. Um, so, like, it, it's there's just some extenuating circumstances this year. We've already said it already that the 12 team playoff would have been perfect for this year just because it seems like the field is so wide open. Um, but yeah, like, I, 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 I have always subscribed to it's about putting the four best teams in, which, if that's the case, like, I honestly think you're better off putting Ohio State in than Florida State because I think Ohio State is, has proven to you in the past like they're going to put up a pretty good fight in in the college football playoff anyway. Um, but if it's not about that and if it's about the teams that earn it, then, yeah, I guess Florida State's obviously in the right spot because if they win their their conference, then they're going to be in because they're undefeated. I just – so, I like, I know Radu, um, one of our normal commentators here, uh, in the comments is saying, I don't see a path back in. Florida State wins and it's over. And by the way, that might actually be for real. I I think the problem that I'm I see when people analyze this is they either say there's no path back in or like or there's like only one path. It's like um it's like uh Doctor Strange uh at the end of Endgame holding up the one finger. Like the reality is I think there is the most likely path. No, sorry. The best path which is Georgia beats Alabama, Michigan obviously wins, Washington beats Oregon, Florida State loses, and Texas loses uh, in the Big Ten title game. That or in the Big Twelve title game. That's the that's the most likely. If this happens, there's no shot Ohio State isn't in, right? But like, okay, if Florida State loses, if Georgia wins, which means Alabama loses, they're out, and if Michigan wins, and then Washington beats. Um, Oregon, and it's between a one-loss Texas and a who's a conference champion and a one-loss Ohio State. I think there should be a real conversation there, and I think what's interesting is it becomes about brands, and both brands are just prolific. So yeah. and nobody's going to win the brand argument, but like compare what Ohio State has done this year versus the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve actually was pretty good this year. But like, I think if we compare who's got the best loss. I think you're State. probably pointing to Ohio honestly. State. I think if you, if, and honestly, right now, what is Penn State tenth? So if you say who's the best win, it's Ohio State. So I think there's, I think there's probably two, maybe three scenarios where they get in. But like, there's a reason before today that ESPN's playoff predictor had Ohio State a fifty percent chance of being in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, yeah. I just think there's this. I think some of it is. I think from Ohio State fans, I think, and I'm not speaking for Radu here. I think some of it is, man. 
I don't know that this team really deserves. Like, there are other teams we fought harder for and maybe liked more. Yeah. So I think that's the Ohio State thing. Last year. Yeah, but, like, then on the outside thing, the, the same bunch of turds that are saying Ohio State ain't getting back in are the same bunch of turds that do it every year. And I don't mean – they're not really, really <laughs> turds. They're really good at their job. But what I mean is they're, they've been wrong a lot. Like, it is – Ohio State is one of those brands – that I think the, the the national consensus is we've seen enough of them. And that, I think, influences a lot of the – and maybe maybe shades bias a little bit because Ohio State fans are a-holes. We are. We're all crazy. Let's all admit that. We've showcased that the last five days. And then, like – and some of it is just, well, we've seen that, and what have they done recently? So I I think – I just I just, I just just caution anybody with speaking in impunity. I see – Two, three, maybe four ways that you can get in from here. But you need a lot to go right. The good news is it looks like it could be a bonkers weekend in college football. I'm just going to tell you this right now, and just to speak to what we were talking about with Radu, I'm telling you, Florida State has no business being in the playoffs. And if the college selection committee really believes the job is to get the four best teams, Georgia versus Florida State ends up in a 50-point loss. Yeah, it's going to be And honestly, with Jordan Travis, it's probably a 30-point loss. Georgia versus Ohio State might actually be competitive. Georgia versus Texas, if Quinn Ewers was playing, might actually be competitive. Like Georgia versus Oregon, I actually think might be competitive. Obviously, Kirby Smart versus Dan Lanning. Those three better matchups. And I'm sorry, guys. Conference titles matter until they don't. And in this case... Specifically, the ACC. It was the worst. Now, let me do my math here. Yeah, it was the worst of the Power Five this year. It goes um, SEC, it goes Pac-12, it goes Big Ten, it goes Big 12, and then it goes ACC. At some point, I can't reward you for that if your quarterback's also hurt. I do think if, to Radu's point, I do think if Florida State wins, it's probably over for Ohio State. Like, that's onions. Because you know one of the teams – in the in the Pac-12 championship game is getting in whoever wins, and then Florida State basically takes that last spot. But I think, to your point, if you have a one-loss Florida State in a weak conference, if you have a one-loss Texas, but they're one law or and their losses to Oklahoma, which is a worse loss than what Ohio State has, and their one win is now against a two-loss Bama team or their one big win, um, they'd have others. But yeah. Um, then yeah, you're right. It comes. It kind of comes down to like an argument of brands and who has the worst this, who has the worst that. Do you think if Oregon beats Washington? Because I agree with you. I, I think or I think Oregon should be ranked ahead of Florida State already. But do you think if Oregon beats Washington, they would jump Florida State and go to three, even if Florida State wins? Or do you think that they would just move Florida State up naturally to three and then Oregon would go to four? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I tell you right now, if they keep Washington and Oregon out, if Oregon beats Washington and it's another 33 30 game, it's just the opposite. This time Oregon wins. If they keep both, the, if they keep one of those teams out, it's criminal. 
right? And I get it, West Coast teams, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Your job is to get the four best teams in. And it's funny, like the outrage this week is is like null and void compared to where the outrage was three weeks ago when these things didn't matter. And like, that's what kills me about this. It's like, I was, I was kind of surfing, waiting to do the podcast, just looking on Twitter, getting the reaction. There's no outrage. And you're all wrong. If you don't have an outrage on this, like <laughs> this Oregon, is when you should. Well, I, like I said, like I think the four best teams in college football, definitively. Like I don't even think it's that close. Well, okay, I think Ohio State and Texas and Alabama actually have a, a place in this conversation. So maybe definitively is the wrong way to put it. But the four best teams in college football, with the eye test, with margin of victory, with what they've done, it is absolutely Georgia, Michigan. Um, actually, no, it's George. I'm going to give you the three best teams. Cause I don't think Michigan's definitively one of the, I don't think Michigan's in the same class as the, the, the three teams I'm going to mention, but it's Georgia, it's Oregon, it's Washington. All three of those teams are legit national contender teams. Michigan. I don't know. I like to me, Michigan beat Ohio state by less than a full touchdown. They be, beat you by six points. And the starting quarterback for Ohio State had two touchdowns or had two inter, uh, had two turnovers. Yeah. So like yeah. one turnover if you just simply don't like Ohio State outscored you what is that? The final 3 quarters because you got the early touchdown. I'm actually forgetting this off the top of my head so now I'm butchering it. But like <laughs> like you take that first McCord interception which just gives Michigan the touchdown because of field position and Ohio State wins that game. So like Ohio State got I, outscored in the third quarter, but they out they did outscore Michigan in the fourth quarter, and they were both tied in the second quarter. They both scored seven. So yeah, you're right. Like it was, uh, yeah. And, and in the second and, half, they they I, technically out. No, uh, in the second half, Michigan outscored them by two. But still, I, I just want to be clear. Like I'm not trying to diss Michigan. They deserve. Hey, you won, and you won, and and against it was two pretty evenly matched teams. Yeah. But, like, this idea that Ohio State is that much worse because of this loss, ah, blow it out your ass. And, and honestly, it, the, otherwise, give Michigan their flowers, man. Make them one. Have some balls to this thing. And, again, I don't think Michigan's the number one team in the country. But at some point, those that game has to matter more than it apparently mattered to the committee. Do you think there is – this is, like, putting my tinfoil hat on here. Any – thought you think given to the idea because we talked about it on on the on the episode we released this morning that if you wanted to get an Ohio State Michigan matchup for the championship game that you'd rather have Michigan at two instead of one because then you avoid having that in the first round if they're actually if they if they jump to one because Ohio State's probably not getting in to the three spot, the best chance they have would get into that four spot. And so then you get a rematch of last year's semifinal with Georgia and Ohio state. And then if somehow Ohio state pulled it off and if Michigan won, then you get that for the championship game. Um, I mean, maybe, but like at the same point, then when Alabama beats the better or sorry, when Georgia beats the better sec team, then just move them back. You know what I mean? Like what? Like, cause then yeah, you can just finagle true. with that. That's true. <laughs> like if one beats eight and, and uh, Michigan beats, what is Iowa? 14th, 15th, 20th. I don't even give a damn. Um, man, I just feel like, I feel like you can, you can maneuver the top two, however you want. It's just, if we're being honest, this is the most impressive Michigan's win this year, given how they were ranked and how they were treated. Ohio state being the, the number one team first, put a little yeah. respect on that win other yeah. or 
and and at the same time, like, like let's just be honest about where the teams are. And by the way, um, and thank you, M. M. Saying Iowa sixteen. Uh, Christopher Myers saying nobody's beating Georgia. They they'll treat any Big Twelve team. Uh, like they did TCU last year. Well, the Big 12 might not even get a team in, so that's okay. But um, unless he meant I, Big 10, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I'll be because honest. Because can, can we really say that, though? People thought that Georgia was going to ragdoll Ohio State last year, and I get it's different. C.J. Stroud, I understand that's a big difference. But can we really just say that Georgia's just going to ragdoll whoever they play in the first round if it's not a SEC team? I, like, well, I think, them, I think them versus Oregon would actually be pretty exciting. Oregon's defense might not be as good as Georgia's, but – I think they're offensively like they could put up some points on them. I also think Bo Nix and, and uh, Michael Penix Jr. And I say this with a lot of respect to Carson Beck, who's done everything he's been asked to do. He's a very nice quarterback. Those two guys are better. They're more electric players. Like Beck's really good. Beck is also kind of in that Stetson Bennett mold. He's better. He's more physically talented. But they're, they're, he's not the only reason they're winning. In the case of Michael Penix and Bo Nix, they're so electric. They're just games that they just pull out, not just because they're a good team, but because Penix will just do things that you just you shouldn't be able to see on a football field. So, like, I, I, I also tend to look at, like, all right, who are the quarterbacks in the matchup? And if you gave me Carson Beck, uh, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and Bo Nix, that's strong. And... I just start to you start to look at on us honestly, even McCord doesn't belong in there. But he's got Marvin Harrison Jr. He's got a Buka. I think the offensive line did play better late in the season. And they've got a defense that is still one of the top the what 10 best defenses yeah. in college football. Yeah. So like, but yeah, we agree. By the way, anybody Radu said it. Yeah, Georgia would 100% ragdoll for us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that, that's, that's a not, given. That's a given. And honestly, I wonder if Georgia – because now I, I hate doing this to Texas because Texas, again, they've played the, – the Big 12 – you can make an – you can actually make an argument that the Big 10 was the fourth best football conference this year because it was really I – know, I know Penn State is 10th. Sure, I'll give you three teams. Oklahoma, or the Big 12 – at any point had like six top 25 rated teams. But the gap was their best team was just that much better than all the other ones. However, I digress. Um, but with viewers not being healthy, I I don't have a lot of interest in that. Like Malik Murphy's fine. He, he's he's a college quarterback. But like, if <laughs> uh, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's good. We can kind of just lay out the scenarios here again. So, Ohio State to get back in. The biggest thing I think does have to happen is FSU has to lose. I think if FSU loses, there is a path because now you're getting into the semantics, splitting hairs on like a potential brand versus a brand and whose loss is worse and those types of things. I think that is that is the one thing that I think think absolutely has to happen. So you got to put your Louisville hat on and be a Louisville fan this weekend because you want to see them lose that game. Um, it would obviously whoever loses the Pac-12. You're you, if it's if it's Oregon who loses, they're out because they're they have two losses. If it's Washington who loses, there could maybe be a case that they could still get in. But I think you stack them up with Ohio State. There's a case to be made there that Ohio State could get in over them. We'll see. Um, and then so in theory, it actually is better for Ohio State if Washington wins that game. But I think they have a case regardless. And then the other big one is obviously Texas. You need you got to root for Texas to lose. 
because if it's one loss Texas versus one loss uh, Ohio State, then I think Texas maybe could get could get the nod there again. It's a battle of brands, and obviously you need Bama to lose to Georgia. That's that's that's. But I think most people are kind of going into it thinking that Georgia's the better team anyway, and they probably will win even if it's a closer game. Um, so I'm like like of all the things that have to happen. I'm like least worried about that one, which is funny to say because it's Nick Saban and it's Bama and they can always win and they're a good team. But I just think like, yeah, Bama's fine. They're they're not the Bama of other years. I think Georgia's just a better team and they'll probably finish him off even if it's a close game. And I'm like, I'm like the least worried about Bama winning that game than I am some of these other matchups kind of falling Ohio State's way. So that's kind of the path back in. It's possible, very, very unlikely, but it is possible. You're saying there's a yeah. chance. I, I think there's, there's two, three, and if I thought about it, I could probably conjure up a fourth path. And I here's the thing. I can this is where I can be a little bit of a contrarian. There is part of me that hopes it happens just to watch those same people cry and bellyache. It's like, guys, there's a reason Ohio State would be in. There's a reason. Now, if it was at the expense of a one loss or uh, one loss Washington team, I would be pretty upset. Even though, again, they would both be, you know, one loss non-conference champions. Now, that would be another scenario. You know, Oregon beating Washington, maybe that's a scenario where all of a sudden that knocks Washington out of the whatever. Who knows? But the, the good news is for everybody saying uh, there's no shot, I think there literally is a shot. I think there's multiple shots here. And But all that being said, Ohio State does need a bit of luck. All right, guys. All right, real quick, this- I ask one question. Are we going to be? Are we gonna miss this next year? Like, are we gonna miss the the? Because next year with with when, it be, when it's twelve teams, like, yeah, there'll be some debate about who's where and all this different stuff. But there's not quite the outrage like you mentioned of well, this this team should be here and this team shouldn't even be in the top four. They don't deserve a spot in the playoff. Like, do you think we're gonna miss this a little bit next year at all? You're gonna hear it a lot, and those people are ridiculous. Uh, we, we and I actually <laughs> I love Ari Wasserman, but he was talking about how he's he's loathing going to twelve teams next year. And the reality is the the conversation is going to shift from the the teams you leave out at four and, or at five and six and seven to the teams you leave out at thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. And I think in the and end, the I'll, teams that like are the because the top four is still going to matter because you get a buy. So yes. that'll be oh, the other and, thing. Is like does this team deserve a buy? Does that team deserve yes. a buy? That'll be the other and thing. and then it'll also become okay, well, why is this team fifth versus this team eighth? Because there will be just natural advantages, and the matchups will matter even more. So, yeah, I think uh, – I, I don't – I think – I just I just think in college football we're really <laughs> bad at accepting new things. All right, guys, uh, make sure to follow, rate, subscribe to the show. Everywhere you get your podcasts, make sure to also do that on the 92.3 The Fan YouTube channel. Follow us at Nick Wilson Says, not just on – on X, but also on the gram and at Spencito underscore. Is that also on the gram? No, it is not. Do you have a different Instagram? <laughs> You're that guy. Well, it's it's a long story. I don't have time to explain it. But uh, back in your hoe days, I'm gonna say <laughs> no, no. I literally just started an Instagram account like this year, so it's completely. Unrelated. So was was at Spencito underscore taken? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look. I I did it from like a for like a side business type of thing. That's why it's a different name. Also, M for my OnlyFans. Yes, at Nick Will. Uh, that actually is at Nick Wilson does. All right, <laughs> that's, and, the best. that's the best comment of the night. Yeah, and he does a lot. Let's just say that uh, <laughs> the boy works hard for his money. Okay, all right, guys. That's it. Go Bucks. <laughs>